gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Nothing Podcast, and I'm joined finally, finally, by Phil, who's been off on an extended sabbatical for what seems like years. How are you, Phil? You're right. I'm, I'm great. It's so lovely to be back. It's a pleasure. I've had to hold it together with, you know, people like Rory and Mike it's, and, you it's know, been a bit shit rope, speakers. It's been a bit rope a dope, hasn't it, really? It has, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that you've listened to any of them. But. <laughs> no. Well, the, the truth be told, I can't stand the sound of my own voice mm. So I can't it. stand the sound of your voice either. So. No, indeed. I'm sure we've seen a real spike in listeners from one to two since, since my departure. Well, interestingly, James has actually been on the last podcast. So we had zero on the last podcast because James thought he didn't want to listen to himself speaking. No, I can't blame him. He probably fell asleep. Absolutely. Mm. Anyway. So what are we here for tonight, Tom? We are here for DBL Draft Night 2.0. Blah! And as you can hear, we've already got a relatively full house filling up now. And what we plan to give you today is a semi-live, but not actually live, because it's going to go out later than live, uh, broadcast of the draw of the uh, the round of 32, which is very exciting, isn't it, Phil? It is. I'm just trying to get my head around it. A semi-live, but later than live. But not actually live. But not actually live. So it's going to be, we're going to record it live because there'll be absolutely no editing whatsoever, but it's not going to go out live. Okay, well as long as we're still recording in the same order, I'm satisfied. (laughs) And hopefully with a metronome, that would be great. Yeah, so I mean tonight, it's very exciting. So this is my second ever Draft Night team. So we had Draft Night 1, of which James, of the, the commissioner of the DBL, of one of the two commissioners of the DBL, came on with me. And we had a, a little chat after Draft Night 1 of the general draw into the groups and, and what that meant and who we thought would do well. Now, if we'd done any preparation, we probably would have what predictions you said last time somewhere prepared. Yeah, prepared. Which, which and, then, we and then we could comment on them whether or not they came true. Yeah, which we absolutely don't have in any way, shape or form because as Phil is saying that to me now, I'm remembering that that happened and I have no re- <laughs> I've done no preparation whatsoever so it's completely irrelevant. But also our listeners listened to that one many, many episodes ago. Um, Matt has just joined us live on the podcast. Uh, I have brought Halflings, Matt. Excellent. So at DBL Draft Night 2.0, we play we play Death Bowl. Excellent. And we've got how many games, Matt? How many tables? Have, uh, six tables. Six down. tables of Death six Bowl. Six tables of Death Bowl. Being played here for you at Covent Garden. I am bringing Halflings. Excellent. So Matt's got Goblins. Uh, I think we have an all-stunty table. An all-stunty table! That's what Death Ball is all I, about. I believe it's an all-stunty table on mine as well. Is I'm it? also bringing half So two of the six. Two of, yeah. And my yeah. table is halflings and three goblins. Well, are you halflings and three goblins too? I think we've got two goblins, one under goblins. Oh. And, um, yes, and halflings. Because uh, Jerome, well, you've got me and Jerome on the goblins. Oh my god, Jerome. Is, is Jerome bringing goblins or is Jerome bringing smurfs? No, or mushrooms. Could be or mushrooms. 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 Probably. He's probably bringing what he ate for dinner tonight. So it could be potatoes, carrots, mm. you know, whatever I, that he I thinks think is a thing. Chinese well, actually, no, <laughs> you say that. Last time I was here with Jerome, he came and he brought some fresh kind of buns that he just picked up from the. Uh, from Chinatown. Ah, very nice. And they were delicious. So the, the man knows his Chinese. So what's your so what's your list for tonight, Matt? Um, for the for the death. So just just before Matt goes into that. So on DBL draft night two point zero, we do the draft and we draw the round of thirty two, yes. where we've already drawn the people who are going to play who are in the top sixteen. They are drawn into pots A, B, C, D, etc. And what we're going to do now is draw who their opponents are going to be from the bottom sixteen of the DBL. 
But after that happens, all of the DBL guys are going to have great fun and play Death Bowl on let's, a fun night. Let's not forget the Cuckleberry draws. And also the Cuckleberry draw, what happened? The and Phil, you're through qualified. on a buy, aren't you? Yeah, we're both through on a buy. Matt and I are I'm the first the loser. So, for the, for the Cuckleberry Cup, which is the uh, bottom uh, 28 players of the DBL, uh, go through to the Cuckleberry, and the top four get a bye, so they don't have to play, and then the other players play a resurrection round of 24, effectively, and then go into a, a DBL-style knockout tournament, which is great. Indeed, so we have been rewarded for our mediocre performance by finishing squarely in the middle of the table by having one less game to enjoy. Yes. However, I am Heather 3.0. So I will pro I probably end up playing. So tonight, did you did you give Lewis a good blowjob to get yourself ready for this? Or? No, I just told him I had a, a very a very. Oh dear! Oh dear! Anyway, so cool. and, and for those who don't know, Heather three is the third incarnation of one of the players who very sadly had to drop out, and the replacement had to drop out. So Matt was the governor who stepped into the breach to um, very nobly to, to play as the, the uh, Hell's Catching. Hell's Catching, a chaos chosen team. Are they Indeed. in the Cucklebury? Uh, they are in the Cucklebury. So uh, yeah, so I will. So you're playing in the DBL and the Cuckleberry, but there's no, two no, different no, people. No, 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 no. Two, two times. Well, twice I've got to play the, the knockout game. So probably. what happens if you have to play yourself? Then things get weird. <laughs> Only to... then do things get weird. <laughs> are you going to stay in charge of Hell's Catching, or are they going to delegate to the Cuckleberry? I suspect if I make if I get it through the knockout round, we'll, we'll delegate them to someone else. But what happens if they then win the Cuckleberry? Then it's all a bit. It continues to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up to accept the trophy? Is it Lewis or is it Probably. Heather? Or you know, is uh, it... Lewis, you know, Lewis then mansplains to Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. So Lewis, as the man in this Brexit. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 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 Heather 1.0, if I can call her that, she actually beat Lewis at the backbreaker. So, therefore, she should come in gloriously she, and just take the... Did she mansplain to Lewis how to play bubble in that? How do you use your bones? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're here tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen, at the DBL Draft 2.0. Viva Blubble! And uh, we're about to have the draft, but uh, before we do that, we're just going to go quickly into the Death Bowl games that we are about to play. So Matt and I are about to play a Death Bowl game together. Oh, yes. And because it's Death Bowl, Matt, how many more people will be playing with us? Uh, another two. Another yes. two people. So four, four players. Four people are going to be playing Blood Bowl. Four way at the same death time. Match. I'm None very, of your scary stuff. I am uh, very erect. <laughs> <laughs> so, those, those, those listeners of ours uh, may be familiar with Death Bowl. If you're not, it's a four player game of Blood Bowl played in the shape of Knuckles' favourite shape, which is a cross. Um, it's, yes. uh, it's, a, it's a very obviously important symbol in Nuffle uh, mythology. It is, yeah. Um, and uh, you have four end zones, two balls in play at the same time. It's continuous play for eight turns. Your turn ends either on a turnover or when you've done all your actions or if you score. And then it's on to the next player and the ball is recycled in the middle. But importantly, so Matt's taking yep. goblins and none of the secret weapons will be going off to a half time, will they? Mm. I, I couldn't possibly come in. Because it's <laughs> continuous play. It's continuous play and there will be lots of bribes. And knockouts come back on automatically as well. Yes. So if, yeah. if your ball on chain does um, Get knocked out. knock himself out, yeah. the chance is back on. Or Morgue knocks him out, because I have got Morgue. It's fine, I've got... I, I believe I have... Wait, what's your roster, Matt? What have you brought? 
let's do, yeah, let's, let's, let's do some sort of sensible analysis oh, of this game. Um, what, so, what obviously, two trolls, um, uh, a normal chainsaw, a, oh, a star player chainsaw, a normal bomber with how many? So Nobler, 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 yeah, Nobler, Nobler and, um, yeah, and two bombers. So there will be a normal bomber and um, bomber dribble star. Bomber dribble star, yeah. yeah. Um, then I think I've Have you got, got Hail Mary pass on your normal course. bomber? Absolutely. Well, you know, it'd be rude not to. So I have Cindy, so that's a third bomber already. I hope, I hope that the other gentlemen coming to play with us have also brought bombers. Well, uh, you know, if they, if they haven't, then we'll have to teach them their, uh, their ways. I want to have many explosions all over the pitch. There will be lots of explosions and lots of crazy, you know, double blitzing chainsaws. So, you know, what with a normal, and a normal chainsaw running around going after people. Because you can do three blitzes a turn. You can. Yes. One against each opponent. Yes. And three fouls a turn. Isn't it lovely? One against each opponent. And Isn't there are two balls in Death Bowl. We haven't even said that. There are two balls, and you can throw each one once. Yep. So two throws a turn. It's very exciting. It's very joyous. And you know what Nick and I, so uh, Nick and I were talking about in the pub earlier. Um, soon to be launched is the next seventh oh. event. So the World Seven Series is going to be launched again. Yes. And we've realised that there is actually a sevens version of Death Bowl. Oh dear no. God. Yes, there is. Oh dear God. Four sevens players on a pitch. And it probably still takes about an hour and a half to play because there's, you know, sevens who've not got very many players. And no reruns. And no reruns. <laughs> and I think that would be absolutely... I mean, we're talking about... The idea for the next sevens is to have the... As we did before, where you have a... You have a, a conference, yep. and then the conferences will play in the finals. But the people who don't get through, we think, have a death ball player. So they've got a game to play and come down and do it. Yeah. I, I think with regard to sevens and this conversation, we're a different day, but we should consider doing some kind of tier rating of the skills for different teams. So we to encourage some of the shitty teams. Like, for example, Halflings, uh, they need a bit of help in sevens, you know? So give them a little bit extra in terms of skill. We'll give them a little bit extra in terms well, so, of Well, so halflings aren't included in the next iteration. So the way we do, so the way we do it in the DBL is we're, we're going to go around the different regions. And we're going to do it, you know, three, four times a year. We're going to do a, a regional death event. So the next sevens event. So the next sevens event is the Chaos Wastes. Uh, so Ruinous Chaos, which is the Chaos Wastes. So and what teams are involved in that? Corn, Nurgle, Zinch, and Slanesh. We have... East of Eternity, so I think we have Northern Nippon, Cathay, and a couple of other random ones. Border Princes. Some kind of Border um, Princes. Yeah, so basically Eastern style. Italians maybe? I don't think it is then, but we'd have to double check. But it's Border Princes are the ones that stand. Oh, oh, so it's Border Princes Cathay, which have the Dragon Warriors. And then it's Northern Nippon, and I think... Goblins or something like that. Yeah, something. Something crazy. And then we've got the various Albion teams, so Finnair, Four Nations. Albion Fae. I don't think we got... No, we're not going to... So we're not going for stunty league teams. Okay. So secret, secret fumble teams. So there's about four or five, but there's also humans and brets as well, just for entertainment value. And... And then we've gone with oh, high seas. High so seas, you've got the Sartosa good. pirates, CLs. the zombie pirates, oh, yeah, CL. CLs. The worst of the elves. The worst of the elves. With their movement five line elves. Oh, they're amazing. But with armor nine. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I, think I mean, John knows all about the CLs. 
uh, <laughs> just rolling, rolling a dice cup for us now. We all know that Talk Nuffle loves dice cups, don't they? Well, if it's not a, if it's not a hand cup, I'm not interested. <laughs> hand cup versus dice cup. Exactly. And it looks like ladies the draw is about to the, the draw is going to start uh, in three I have minutes. To go get a drink, gentlemen. So onwards. And good luck with the death ball. Oh, so Phil, looking into this uh, this draft night, I have actually. Are we going to give some commentary on the matchups, the pairings? That's kind of the plan. I brought up the the teams here, so we could actually go and look at the teams. Um, I've also got. The, um, I've also got the actual, you know, what should we call it? Cool. Table. Oh my goodness! We've just had a DBL pitch handed over to us. I could wear it. It's like a bath towel. It's looks really nice, and that's a good size as well. That will fit on a pub table. Won't it? it will indeed. So we've had some DBL. Um, I think listeners will remember we we um, reviewed the sevens pitches a while ago. Well, the full-size pictures and the death box pictures made on the same neoprene, high-quality prints. And we've now had our DBL full-size pictures produced and handed up. They do look very sharp. If I knew who made them, I would shout them out now. Because <laughs> we're not skipping. Dan, come over and join us. Come and sit opposite. So we are being joined on the podcast by Dan Telford. And what's your? You've got a YouTube channel, then you Dan. You've got something uh, Facebook uh, channel. So Raging Eighty Two Blood Bowl page on Facebook. Okay. So well, I started as a, a traitor aiding uh, aid to training myself to get better. Uh, everyone says they want to improve, but no one actually ever changes how they play or really so, critique themselves. So. so why haven't you got better? That's probably the question I would ask. How did you get on the World Cup as well? <laughs> uh, terrible. I finished like 650th. Oh, so wow. Dan, Dan is the Team Ireland captain. Yes. Correct. And I've, I've just started recruiting for Poland. Uh, having a lot more interest this time around, which is good. Because last time it was, it took a year and it was a struggle, but literally to the day to try to get the team done. But, yeah, a lot of interest this time around, which is but and actually so we won't jump our guns because the listeners should know that we are going to do a proper world cup rundown of what happened in the world cup and i'm sure some of the listeners will know that there were some things that happened in the world cup that were good some things happened in the world cup that were not so good and i think that deserves some chat and analysis and, and we will go into that but not right now um, what's interesting about dan is that the Fabs, which is uh, Morg or Tom's team, are in pot B of the DBL knockout stage. And what that means is, is that if uh, the Fabs win their round of 32, they will play, no, no, and win their round of 16, they will play the Jurassic Parkers in the in the quarterfinals. And the Jurassic Parkers are coached by Dan. Yep. Jurassic Parkers Lisbon team, is that yes. right, Dan? Yep. So if it, if it all works out well, we'll be touching tips right before the final. I'm very around. See how that goes. Well, honestly, Dan, I can say now, whoever wins in our quarterfinal, I think we'll be supporting each other in that final. I'm definitely pushing through that because that's that's what the DBL is all about. It's a really, it's a really lovely community where we have this conference environment where people get behind each other when they're in the same groups with each other. So I've already decided, like Dan and I are going to get to play a quarterfinal. And I'm fully expecting to smash Dan like a little pussy. But if I lose to Dan, then I'll support him in the final say. We'll be in the final say of the DBL is, is a hallowed, you know, monumental event that everybody wants to play in, don't they? I mean, you've been to more final say than I have, but the indeed. final say of the DBL is a fantastic event. It's a hell of an experience, certainly. Is. Have I, you ever played in one? I have indeed. With, With vampires? Was it Dark elves. Dark elves. In my first season. Boo. 
no one likes elves. <laughs> but um, going to that's Jerome and Ivan there. That is Jerome. Jerome, I'm about to play. We're, we're going, going to your pot, so pot, you know, um, your corner of the draw. If so you win your first game, very quickly, so the listeners will know. So the top 16 of the round of 32 have already been drawn into pots. Ergo, we've got pot A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, and we've drawn the first teams of that. So I know that if I win my round of 32, I'm going to play the Longhorns, which is James's which is, chaos. Which game. is a gimmick. Which is a gimme. Probably the weakest team in the top 16. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, James will listen to this and fully agree that I will destroy him in cold blood. And then um, uh, Dan has been drawn into pot D, and if he wins his round of 32, he'll play the Outlaws in the round of 16. And then if we both win our games, we'll play. So, that we've, so basically, the commissioners, in order to save time tonight, have already drawn the round of 32 top 16 teams, and we're going to draw who we're going to be playing. So we know what pots are in. It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting to be able to, to map out where we're going to go with that. But sorry, carry on. Well, I was going to I was going to make a suggestion live on air because we've obviously planned so much of this. Uh, oh, I this mean, this is clearly very important. Let's let's bring up the league table of all the series, and then maybe let's talk a little bit about some of those teams that we're going to see. Okay. Um, if you guys could like quickly add them while I bring up that league table, that would be really useful to me. So Dan, tell us about the Jurassic Park. It's a Lisbon team. Yeah. Um, anything controversial about your build? Well, no, it's it's pretty standard because I. I've only managed to roll one double during this during this during the league, so I've got block on a skink. Okay. And everyone, all the other skills, I've got quite a lot of skills, but it's all just normals. Normals um, and Saurus, they're fine. I mean, I, I, the way I play, I like to play like the Italian way, because there's different approaches to play in Lizardman. So you either have the English uh, all six or four block and two break tackle, okay. which I'm not a big fan of either of those. I prefer playing the Italian way, which is like five block, one tackle. Interesting. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really helped me out in the, the division games that I was in. Okay. I had uh, Wood Elves, Amazons, uh, Goblins, and uh, not so much for the Pats. So right. it's a trade-off from uh, punching against mobility? Um, yeah, I mean, you don't want your sources getting totally tied up anyway. And if you can keep one floating around the back as a sweeper, so that's your tackle one, so he's not getting tied down. Uh, I mean, the, deep, the, the lizards are a fantastically mobile bash team, which is one I've looked at for a while because I love movement wins bubble, yeah. and I love bash, but movement definitely wins bubble. And lizards are, are a team that totally epitomizes that. What, what if anything does your proxy have? Stand firm. Stand firm. Yeah, it, it, you either use him right at the start, just to move him where you need him to be. For the prehensile tail, strength five. Yeah, yeah robot. Yeah, kind of makes sense. So he, he's my uh, my anchor, and the team kind of swings around. So look, looking at the looking at the um, the lead table here. The Rassi Pop has actually finished one above the Fabs, which is my Norse team. By, oh, we were at the same on points. What did you finish above me on? That's quite loud music that just happened there. <laughs> um, no, um, oh my god. Can everybody stop getting shot? <laughs> um, no, I was the highest finished person not to go into a championship final. Interesting. You didn't hurt. go into the final. No, Alex pit me right at the end, but the last turn, turn 16 of the last game, he scored. Oh, he, so he, he had to win his last game 3 0. Yes, I'm looking at the league table now, and I will post a screenshot of this on the chat for people to Is that because your conference was shit? No. Well, no, but if you look at this league table here. It was one touchdown. So, so the Taylor and the Swifts, the Merlin and Marvel, and the Jurassic Parkers are second, third, fourth. No, no, but like, if we look at East B, both of the top teams won seven and lost one. Yeah, we lost yeah. to each other. Yeah, so does that so mean that the rest of the teams in the group are rubbish? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the packs weren't. Ladies and gentlemen, what that means is, uh, yes. <laughs> so, what, what that means is that every other team in East B finished in the Cockapoo Cup. Yeah. I mean, it's really unfair on those guys, to be fair. I mean, Phil was a great coach, he just had loads of bad luck. Yeah. Ritter is a phenomenal coach. His goblin team was actually a massive challenge to yeah, play against. He's a really good goblin coach, and I'm surprised he didn't make it. I mean, it was just really unlucky that he had me and Alex to play against. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is we've said this before. But this is the thing about the DBL at the moment, with where you get where you have to play in the home and away, which is very good in many ways. But you could get stuck with a with a team, particular team that will fuck you twice, and that will stop you from getting through. I mean, yeah. that, is, that is a very real problem that we have. Um, but we, I was just saying that the league table. So you've got East. There's three East teams in the top four. Yeah. A, B, B. But then also the two South teams next are myself and Lewis who are in the final. So I don't think I think over the top sixteen that's not necessarily a realistic like um, conclusion to make because if you look over all of them there are exiles, there are centrals. Over the top sixteen, most of the guys have made it. It just so happens, as you can see from this, that the East Bs are both in the top four, which is unusual. Yeah, I mean, looking at all the teams that have made as well, um, there's an awfully lot of, lot of bash. Um, and some of the, some, I know some of those teams have some pretty scary increases, like, like yourself. You've had some phenomenal roles. Uh, probably the best double six role I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that was glorious. Um, but then there's like the, what, the two um, Necro teams. The one that I could probably have to face, as an Agility 4 Wolf. And then the other one's got like a Strength 4 Wolf and a Strength 5. Flesh Golem, and it's just like I don't think I, I, you've had a couple of static increases yourself. So, so, so some of these teams are looking I'm pretty sure you've disgusting. I've all learned all about them yeah. in our game. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, are you are you worried about a blog? I'm uh, worried about all three. I'm worried about all three teams because all three teams in our division are the mind of the claw. So if I just lose on my Saurus and I'm playing with Skinks, I'm good with Skinks, but that's a bit of a tall ask when you've got these really bashy teams. So mm -hmm. against Rory in the last North game last year, my tactic with Underworld was to kill all the skinks, which I did. So in the second half, he had no skinks. I mean, if you look at my team now, I have scored a couple of touchdowns with Sauruses. And, so. and, and he kept fucking rolling four pluses to pick, <laughs> yeah. five pluses to pick out with Saurus. It was so irritating. So one in three. Simple odds. Uh, absolutely. I mean, in my head, it's 50%. Either it happens or it doesn't. That's football, that's right? <laughs> Life. <laughs> So how are you feeling about the, the knockout stand? Who do you not want to pick? If you oh, look for the teams coming in. Um, yeah. well, obviously everyone's talking about the Warhammers, because they've done so well in previous seasons. So I think I'd be them. I think the Warhammers don't want to face them. I think you've got, not, you've got the tools to do it. Yeah, not because I'm I'm a, not because of the coach, because of the team. I think the Fabs are somebody that, for example, someone like the Warhammers does not want to face. They're yeah. one of the teams that can take the Warhammers they, out. They'll lose a lot of their advantages. Yeah. So like the high armor. Yeah, and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, uh, I haven't seen like some of the, some of the stunning coaches. I think there's a couple of ogre coaches as well, and like it's, it's so what, Tom H, yeah. the mum of the DBL. So has, has one, only two stunted coaches made it into the DBL. So the old ogre team. And ogre, uh, Phil was one of those you? No, sadly not. Oh, that's very disappointing. Well, I'm so in, sad. I was, I was in the bye week though, so I did well. The thing you've got to be concerned about is not just who you're playing, it's what they're going to do to your team afterwards. Yeah. So if you get hamstrung and crippled because you play against some outrageously bashed team, 
that just like kill half your players. Yeah, I mean, if we play, I theoretically should destroy a lot of your team, regardless of the result. Because I have Claw, Mighty Blow, I have Tackle, Mighty Blow, I have the things that are not good for Lizards yeah. in my team for killing. Um, so. I think anyone in the yeah. top team, <laughs> I mean, you, you would be happy playing the Ogre coach or the half coach, that would be I would be happy playing the Ogre um, Not Who's necessarily because... Uh, uh, well, a, good, a good ogre Shout coach. out to Ash for yeah. reaching the last 16. A, a good ogre coach can tie up most of the sources. So, like normally with the sources, you're using one to block, like they work in pairs. So, you use one to clear off the line so the other one can move and then you just keep them supporting the skinks. Um, the ogres can stop that from happening. So, like Pact and other teams as well do, do find it quite, like, quite tricky. But then you're just relying on the skinks alone. And that's why you notice that all my skinks have got side steps so I can hug the line, the sidelines. But your, your skinks are very survivable against Snotlings. Yeah. Because if your Sauros are holding up the Ogres, then who's hitting the skinks? Yeah. Snotlings? Yeah, it doesn't seem likely. Particularly because you've got a Bludging skink as well, haven't you? So, he's not going anywhere near an Ogre. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a very interesting chat about what's coming up. The draw is about to happen. Uh, we're going to relocate to the back of the room in order to be able to chat about the draw as it happens and not impact on it. So we're going to take a very quick break here, and then we're going to come back and bring you the live DBL Draft 2.0. Thank you, Dan, for coming on. Thank you very much for sure on again, and uh, speak to you soon. Boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. And we are recording the draft nights live now from the back of the room. Thank you. Thank you. And let's take some silence whilst James speaks. And you can hear the atmosphere. You can, you can see the levels of it. When James opens his mouth, it breaks the whole thing. It does. I mean, I don't think you can hear that, but, um, but James is introducing at the moment the, the draft night. We're basically about to draw, we, so we have like a little display, um, bingo ball effectively, don't we? A bingo wheel, where we draw the balls randomly out and see who is going to play the round of 32 games. It's very exciting. The balls will decide. The balls will decide. Yeah, I should say, actually, yeah. So we've changed the numbers. He's making some announcements now. And James is just saying some stuff that sounds like it's going to make it more complicated to me. People are falling asleep right now. Falling asleep? Cucklebury game A. Oh, they're doing the Cucklebury first. I'm very excited. I wish we prepared for this. We We've have not prepared for this at all. So number 42 is Mountain Moon Manglers. That's Isaac's Ooh, goblins. Hey, Isaac. So the Mountain Moon they Manglers, are going to face. who are a goblin team, I think. Number 47, Mountain Movies Marauders. Ogos Goblins in So this is one of those players is going to have the unfortunate position of them playing Pete. So next game we've got number 15, which is Imperial Palace BBC. Playing. 
Number 59, and that's Amazon <laughs> Dots. Jack Silver. No, I'm bringing Huffings. Alright, I'm going to see. Number 40, that is over and out, that's Oily Muck Kennedy. Ollie, the uh, South uh, Governor, genius individual, at best. So in Potsy, we've got Ollie with Ogres versus Dam Brooks, who is taking Nurgle. That is a good draw. I'm excited about that draw, Phil. And then we've got Halflings, the Mooty Sprinters. Who's Mooty Sprinters coached by? That's a Halfling Goblin matchup. And both of them are in the same size as the draw as me. Wow. So Phil has a vested interest here in this country. That is one of the Dark Elf teams in the country. He's got a strength for so, yeah. Who are the, the non-nasties, man? Oh, they are a human team. Human team. So that is an all-south cuckoldry. That's an interesting matchup, actually. It's been redrawn. As a, <laughs> oh, so in the cuckoldry, we'd redraw if they're in the same division. So the non-nasties have not been drawn in pot T. That is Deep King Your Soul versus... They're shitting the bed right now. <laughs> Epically. <laughs> Live on air. Why are they all from the South? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the South are uh, clearly shit at Blood Bowl. <laughs> so that's an exile team. That's an orc team. So we've got an orc versus. The uh, deep, the dark elves. I mean, sadly, that's going to mean that whoever wins out of George and Howard are going to be the Necromantics. So that's a Necro team run by Andy Barton, who is the East Governor. 37 again, which is Helsinki's Horde. Helsinki's Horde. And they are a corn team. No, an orc team. Next game, an orc team. So that's Necros versus Steel. And the winner, oh, the winner of that the game will pay the half-assed compliment. Oh, well, you've got Necro or Orcs. Number four, How do you feel about that, Phil? Which is Hell's Action. <laughs> Phil feels pretty <laughs> shit about that. <laughs> so the third person to suck off Lewis this year I've got a headache, Lewis. is playing. Sure <laughs> 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 right. And uh, he or she is going to play 56. Or it! It's a Black Forest Kitto. Goblins! So Mike Rathbone as Goblins have got Heather 2.0 uh, Chaos, yes. I believe. Yeah. I hope they don't have too much tackle, otherwise it could be emotional. Okay, well, you're fine. <laughs> So I, I picked the, the Ghetto for that win. Play number 41, <laughs> do which know. is still I do. the Rock. <laughs> Who the hell's that? Oh, the Dedicated Few. And they reached the DBL last year, so I think they're a dark horse. Right, for the, for the, for the, well, I think they're a strong favourite. Right. Right. An undead team. He's, he's, he's played played the yeah, a good, good undead coach. And the undead have got an underworld team, which I think I think will put them in a good place for the yeah, recovery. So I, think, I think they'll be pushing through. I mean, the undead, the undead are going to be tricky for everybody. Absolutely. Having so there's two dark elf teams and an undead team in the recovery. And then Pete. 
think I got it. Was that? Oh, sorry, sorry, Martin. Sorry, Martin. Oh, my goodness. So, Martin, one of the strongest coaches in the ECBBL, who's playing Goblins in the DBL this year, has drawn the Goblin off. I, I pick Martin for that. I pick Martin for that. Martin is a very good coach, and I think he'll, I think he'll take that out. Who's been drawn in Group J? The other Dark Elves. The other Dark Elves. Collins. Who's that? Collins. Collins with the Corsairs has been drawn in Group J. And he's playing the Noel Nassies. Okay, so that's a human team from the South. Um, I probably pick the Noel Nassies for that matchup. I think Tone's big Tone knows what he's doing. I think he's, I think he's got that. And then Dan, Dan Guns has been drawn in Group so, Dan will play at 53, and that is the Joey Dodgers. So they are, so Nick Cokes is a long-standing war gamer, but he's very new to Blood Bowl. So he's got Amazon, which is a very strong team. Dan, what are you playing? What team are you playing? 41, which what? is still again. So it's an Amazon, Amazon off. No, it's Corn. Oh, Corn, Corn, Amazon off in Group K. So I pick the Amazons for that. <laughs> I think the Amazons will probably take that nicely. Hey. Oh, and that is so. So the Pleasure Max, which is uh, Phil Guns's team, and Phil Guns is probably the saltiest man in the BBL. Yeah. By a very strong Yes. He's got a lot of salty pleasure uh, coming out of his team. And his play. So that is the Cucklebury draw live on Talkback. And we will we will analyze this probably later in this evening. We'll analyze it more in full. But that was the draw live. The, uh, Next up, the, the DBL round of 32. I am very aroused. <laughs> so we did a we did a you see on the chat we did a pre-draw for this to speed things up. So you can see on the uh flip chart here we've already pre James has got a bit uh, of pre something. So the first thing is, uh, who's gonna play me? <laughs> I don't want to play. First up, round A. So I will be playing the Longhorns. Karankar Slavers, that's Tom McGibbon. Ah! So that's an exile off. What are the Slavers? What's, what team is the Slavers? Dark Elves. Dark Elves. So that's Chaos versus Dark Elves in round A. So Fabs will be playing. I think so. Fabs will be playing. Electro Norse. <laughs> it's, it's the better Norse versus no. So the outlaws are playing uh So that's a Lizardman team, Dan Telford. Who takes himself very seriously. <laughs> oh, that's frogs versus lizards. So that's two And Dan has got a really easy draw. What a cunt. So this is uh, this is round E of the DBL. So Martin has gone necromantic with a ridiculous, ridiculous strength four team, and he's also got a quite an easy matchup, I'd say. The, the human team, they're, they're relatively strong. They've got some, they've got some stand-ups, but I think I think Martin will win that matchup. 
number, number 24, which is the Tusk Force, Andre Stevenson. End times cometh. End times cometh, that's a, a chaos yeah. team. Versus another human team. Thanks for your help, that's Jimbo. Uh, oh, sorry, a, uh, a Wood Elf team. Yeah. That's the uh, fucking massive bloodthirster type thing. That's the, uh, yes, Claw is a tiny waste, but Wild is not a mighty blow, so can. That's Wood Elves versus Corn. Basically, Jimbo, Jimbo's going to be humiliated again. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think that's a favourable draw for Jimbo. You think? So, uh, next I, one is I hope that Jimbo gets the eclipse. And the eclipse is who? The Manti, which is yeah. the Dragonhoff Jebby Tugs. That's a high elf team in Group H. Alex, Alex is getting knocked out straight away. Versus a vampire team. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Alex and Gav have played before, and it went well for Gav, I hear. <laughs> So, uh, this is the second half of the table. So, right so now we're looking at the uh, right side with, of the DBL. Uh, into your man. Into your nan. The, go the dwarf team. No, the dark elf. Jerome! So we're going to redraw that one. So, the into versus. So, the dark elves are going to be playing in group five. So that's a Brett's Dark Elf matchup. Again, I would back the Dark Elves there, but the commissioner, the ex commissioner, could, could pull out a win there, I think. Uh, Problem is, Nigel is a particularly good coach. Gentleman, Here come the gentlemen, the dwarfs, the youth, the only Catalan team in the DBL. So Dan Harrington's Orcs drawn, so that's a south-south. The sponsors. Don't forget, guys, <laughs> okay, that the Warhammerers are still in this uh, matchup. The, the Warhammerers are going to uh, fuck Harris. somebody hard. <laughs> like a little bitch. Absolutely. I hope. Now the Marvel, who are... Orcs against Alex McGuinness. So that's a dwarf team against Alex McGuinness. Orcs. Against Wood Elves. So Orcs, Wood Elves, I would back the Wood Elves there to win, I think. It's going to be Swift's Warhammer, this has got to be. It has to be. And the Cleavers and Brownies. So the one halfling team in the DBL have been drawn against the fucking Amazons. What a cuntish draw that could possibly be. That is, the, that is an absolute nightmare. If only Sam Kinge knew how to play. Sam Kinge, you played with Oh! So the Spirits, the only other South probably team that could get through. Uh, Lewis has been drawn against the reigning champion. Ewan, so Ewan with Orcs is playing the Ogres. That is very exciting. I think the I think the overturn could have that. Ogres versus Orcs is quite an interesting matchup. I think I think they could definitely. So the Skaven in Pot O. We've got two draws to go. Are playing. Number 31, which is the Super Murder Animals. That's Jack P's Chaos. Oh my goodness. So that's a Chaos versus Skaven matchup. I, I probably back the Skaven. 
And then finally, Rory. Who is Rory playing? Rory, that colossal cunt that we all know and love, is playing Jerome. And I'm sure you can hear the BAMP coach laughing here. He wishes. He's very excited. I, actually, the look. Jerome, how do you feel about that matchup? Is that a good matchup for you? Last time he cheated. So, last time they played, Rory cheated, which is fair. Um, and I think that Jerome will be looking to bring revenge on that matchup and to win it. Just win it easily. So that rounds up the DBL 2.0 draft and we will go into this in depth soon. We'll go through all the matchups and say what we think is good, what is bad, etc. Uh, we're about to go into a big Death Bowl game, which is very exciting, I'm very excited about. I'm going to play Jerome, Jag and Matt in a very fun Death Bowl game. Um, any, any last points, Phil, before we sign off here now? No, um, let's get together soon and, and record something really intelligent. We're going we're gonna to record for the World Cup, but we're getting a World Cup. I mean, this is very much a get a feel for the DBL Draft See how it is, we'll see if it's fun. And who knows if anyone will be able to hear what we're saying. This evening's episode has been brought to you by Harrington Estates. Harrington Estates, ladies and gentlemen, it's been great. Good night. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. I am joined by James, the co-commissioner of DBL, and Ollie, who is a colossal cunt, who we all know. Um, we have just done the DBL draft night 2.0, which is very interesting, and uh, we've drawn all the teams in. James, your first thoughts on the draft night. I am very sleepy. I can't really remember who got drawn against who. So you basically have absolutely no idea what's going on. I'm going to be a pretty terrible fucking pundit right now. Are you ever a good pundit? I mean, if somebody's got like a picture of what the draw was like on here, I can so, probably comment. But so that would probably be something that the commissioner should probably have. It's a picture oh, of how and a vague idea of who was playing who and sort of thing that the commissioners don't have. Oh, Sorry. Let me see if I can get it for you. Uh, me. Thank you. I am the red one. We'll pass that around the back of the laptop. Yeah, not over the top. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are now live from the pub late at night drinking. Ollie's, Ollie's shaking his hand. Drunk cast. Drunk cast. Drink. And James is trying to desperately get up. The I got nothing. I got nothing. Cheers, Jim. Thank you very much. Did you fail to cause any more casualties? I did. I'm hoping one of these. So, Tony, how was it? Death Bowl? Accelerator. It was my first time playing Death Bowl. And um, yeah, it was mayhem. And I loved it. I love Death Bowl. I love Death Bowl. Was that your second, second, first time? No, no, my first time you didn't manage to play laptop. Okay. I, 
I popped my Death Bowl cherry tonight. It was fucking awesome. Hey, what was the difference for you with Death Bowl compared to normal? When in normal bowl you tend to care about the result, and in Death Bowl it's just like let's roll some dice and see what the fuck happens. I loved it, man. Who was in your game? We had Ewan uh, playing um, Underworld. We had George, good old George, playing uh, Flings. And we had Snatcher playing Goblins. And yeah, Snatcher had a really bad game. But I was playing humans. The losers were all taking No, it was probably humans. Probably humans, yeah. Um, I was aiming to. I was actually aiming for the uh, for the most cas, but some arsehole put me to it. I won that. That many cas. I only I think I only got five in the end. But when I when I was coming into it, I was like, oh, I'm playing the old stunnies. I'll be able to get loads of cas. Um, yeah, they. It, it's a good format for stunnies, especially goblins. So so our death ball game was myself and halflings. Drag from the ECBBL with under gobs, well, and then two well, goblins. Well, goblins well, and, it was so yeah. and we were saying, we actually said, Hobbit is Jag, he's not losing the BBL. Just a bit of fun! Says that death, <laughs> the death ball is a stunty game. It's a lot of fun with the stunty I wish that I'd brought a stunty team. I wish I had a stunty team. I'm going to get a stunty team. Off the back of death ball, that's it. Salt, more fun. It is more fun. I've got two through, uh, two through teammate touchdowns. That is a lot of fun. Of my three. This is James, Dad, the commissioner of the DBL, who is probably the most boring man on the ball. Two, three, touchdowns. Pretty dull. I've got, I've got a bit of commentary on the, on the draw. So James now has a draw, having said There's a bit of Let's have a little chat about the draw. So we began with the Cockleberry. Which is a, a sort of, it's basically the lower half of our DBL, and there aren't an even number for a knockout. There's 28, so we had to force them into a round of 16 by making 20, uh, by making 12, sorry, 24 of them play a, a qualifier. Yeah. So there's 12 qualifying games. And they are resurrection rounds, And they are resurrection, and the draw goes a little something like this. So, uh, Mountain Room Manglers, which is uh, Isaac, yep. he's going to be playing Papa Oogie's Marauders. So that's, oh, a, that's a Goblin versus Ogres match. Nice. Both crowd favourites, except Isaac likes to cheat with Goblins in an unconventional way. <laughs> no salt, you can tell from my yeah, part. Absolutely. Game B. Was he in your conference for the DVR uh, Yes, Isaac was. There was a slight incident where he did a, a throw teammate after passing the ball. But, you know, I've moved on. I'm not thinking about it anymore. It has not had a big impact in my life. Are you thinking about playing more in the round of 16? Possibly. Who's, what, no more? It'd be too expensive. I won't get that many edges. Anyway, moving on. Next match, Imperial Palace. That's Dan. Yep. Excellent commission painter. Very nice. Versus Amazon Dots, which is Jack, who is an excellent laser cutter of custom DBL pitch scenery. It's a rather long winter we have described him. I'm just thinking about That's who he is. Yeah. Game C. We've got Ollie. Versus Howard. Which is probably quite a good game. That's another Ogre versus Goblin match. Love these matchups. Game D. We've got Plus Division versus. Uh, yeah, Plus Division versus Moody Sprinters. 
So uh, that's, a, that's the interesting thing about the Thunderbird. There's a lot of interesting matchups. Yeah. Non-conventional matches. Yeah. It's almost going to be more fun. I mean, it's definitely going to be more fun than the actual top. The DBL. The DBL 32. Ultimately, they're going to have more fun. Uh, well, certainly the guys who won't play you will have more fun. Well. <laughs> Listen. No comebacks there. No comebacks, but I might hit you in the face. <laughs> Damien, uh, we've got John Foster with his Dark Elf Soul. Yeah, the, the best Dark Elf team that will not succeed. Versus uh, the War Dogs, which are, again, like a, a decent Orc team that will, will not win matches. It's like an immovable object and uh, unstoppable force, both being entirely shit. Uh, game F, we've got the new Commandics with Andy, so that's Necromantic, against uh, Hell's Inky's Horde, which are a uh, Southern Orc team. Nice. Game G, we've got uh, Caption, which has changed hands about three times, but it is rumoured that the original owner of the team, Heather, will rejoin the DBL and play her team. I'm very excited about Isn't that big news? That That's an exclusive. That is exclusive. That means that Matt won't have to suck off Lewis. Exactly. As he'd expect. So Heather will play... Uh, Mike Rathburner, oh, who is a pleasure to play. He is a pleasure. He's a nice young man. And he will probably be naked. Is that a good thing to have the only... I think he might keep his clothes on if there's a, a lady. A female player. Yeah, the only female player who will be playing a naked yeah. man might be a bit emotional for all of us. Right, Game H, you've got Dedicated versus... Bottom feeders. So the, the dedicated few are my choice for the Cuckleberry final. I think that'll reach that. I mean, Sam, Sam actually got, he got to the qualifiers last year with his undead team. He's the only player that's played undead for the last two years, maybe three actually. Undead is not really a popular team for the DBL. Jimbo played them in DBL 17. But Jimbo was shit. But Jimbo, no, Jimbo, to be fair, Jimbo got to the finals today, but that's the best undead has done. Anyway, I think that's the, the Cuckleberry summed up. So, you know, I mean, there's not really anything to say apart from the fact that there's some interesting matchups. It's going to be a lot of fun for those involved. Now we get to the DBL. Super Bowl round of 32. The main event. Sorry. I, I misread. We've got, we've got like one one or two more games. Game I. I thought it was game one of the GBA. So game I. Donald Trump and friends versus Slippery Gits. That's a Goblin versus Slam. That's Martin from the ECBBL. Game J. We've got uh, the Corsairs, which are a Dark Elf team. Who, who coaches them? Colin. Who's that? Colin is one of the governors of the DBL. He oh, manages the central. Okay. Who? Sorry? Colin. Colin. Okay, got it. Uh, next game, we've got the Null Nasties versus. Sorry, uh, yes, yeah, so of course, they're playing the Null Nasties. Sorry. Ah, yeah, so I pick the Nasties first. I think Tone will have that. Tone is a good right. South player, and I think he'll win that. Two final games, we've got uh, Dan G playing the Frenzy Felines versus the. Dodgers, which are Amazon team that Nick Coke 
Coaches in the South. Gainel, we've got Still, which is a Goblins uh, team. Versus the Pleasure Max. Dwarf team, I correct myself. Coaches the Pleasure Max, and we all expect uh, Phil Gunn to do really well and not have a shitter and be really shit and have an awful time like he has already. Might change. Do we expect that? I'm optimistic. Or do we expect him to be shit as he has been already? I think it's going to be massive piles of turd piled on other piles of already stale turd and he will add to that with his salty tears. Good. I think that's a valid description. Right, now we're on to the big one. Sorry for that. I jumped the gun. I spat my load. So we did this in order of... Uh, we basically randomised the top 16 players. And then as soon as the bingo, the bingo balls came out from the 17 to 32, they will match up. So the first one was against me, and it's against the... Uh, Slavers, which are a dark elf team. Tom. I'm not sure if I'm happy with that or not. Is that Tom McGiven? Tom McGiven, yeah. So that's uh, Chaos versus Chaos? Chaos versus. No, he played Chaos last year, so it's Chaos versus Dark Elf. Okay. And he's alright. You think he's pretty good? It's not the easiest, but it's not the hardest, I think. Game B. It's you, you can. Versus another. Norse team, oh, well, team. Electro Norse, yeah. I mean, if you don't beat them, you'll ask some serious questions of yourself. But such is football. So that'll mean, James, that we'll, we could play. We will embrace in a in a death grip in the round 16. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be homoerotic, I think. Game C is the Outlaws, our death ball champion, versus the Sorrows, which is Paul's dark up team. Okay, who are the Outlaws? So the Outlaws are the winners of uh, one of the divisions in Central. It's a necromantic team. Oh, nice. The final of uh, the Central Conference is yet to be played. So Elves versus Necromantic. Which is a tough matchup because with Elves, you can often outmaneuver the opponent, but with two movement eight pieces, it becomes more difficult. Game D, we've got uh, Jurassic Parkers versus Toad Hall. So I'd say Jurassic Parkers are one of our favourite teams. It's a Dan uh, Team Island playing Lizards, very top tier team, with a, I think it was a decent build, and uh, Fred playing Crocs, which is always a bit of a wild. Dan does know what he's doing. I mean, Dan is the team I personally expect to play. Portals providing that I get through you without trouble. Yeah, of course, James. Who have you got to play, sorry, again? So I will have to play you and then Dan. Yeah, okay. So Hugh, you, Dan. Hugh, Hugh, and Dan. Yeah. Alright. Give me Mornstars versus Meanies. That's Martin who picked me to the divisional title. And Kian who's in the south who's playing humans. Yeah, and then Kian is solid with humans. He's got a solid team. Um, what's the other team? What's the. The race. Uh, Martin's playing Necromantic as well. Uh, he's got the Uber Martin team. Yeah, I, guess. I think Martin will win that. He's, he's got a dodgy lineup where he, in his first game, he leveled up strength five golem, strength four wall. Yeah, I, I think Martin will win that against Kian. I, think so. I, would, I would like to back Kian, but I think Martin will win. Yeah. Uh, game F, you've got. Um, End times cometh versus the Tux Busters, that's the Chaos team versus Skaven. Hard to say there. I mean, um, Skaven should win, but that's how much damage they take through that. Yeah, whether they can stay in the, stay in the campaign. Yeah. Game G, we've got Jimbo with his Hedgerow Hellcats versus the uh, Sir Chuck's Imperial Fight Cult. 
And that's a team with the most SPP player in the league. It's a bloodthirster with, I don't know, 50 or 60 SPP. Again, I think I think Jimbo will take that player out. I think, I think uh, it's hard to deal with a player like that, but as would have, you can mainly ignore it. Dodging on two pluses, core doesn't mean anything. It's actually not a bad matchup. I mean, if you draw that in, the, like, in this round, that would be yeah. bad. That would be horrible for me. Not a horrible for an elf team, they can dodge around it. Still win, that's how much damage Jimbo potentially takes for the next round. That could be the potential. Game H, you've got another favourite with uh, Lothar and Eclipse. That's uh, Gav's High Elves versus the Drakenhof debutant, which is Alex. Alex has form beating Gav with Goblins in a, in a very high stakes tournament. It's true. So who fucking knows? Sure, I reckon Alex could, could push it that. Game I for Into Your Man, playing uh, Mark. Ex commish with his Bretts. Always the Hard to call that. Game J. Gentlemans versus the Foul Boys. Another South matchup. Again, the Foul Boys, very strong team. They've never been unlucky so far, so they, I think I think I'd back them for that. Game K. Marvels, Maryland, some, something shit. It's another Woodhouse team, basically. Versus uh, Splinter League Radicals, which is an old team, uh, which Nick coaches. I think Nick's, yeah. team, Nick's team's tooled up to cause some pain. But I think Alex is an excellent coach playing a very strong team. But if Nick can cause some damage in that game, it's going to cause yeah. a lot of damage quite quickly. It could impact the rest of the knockout. Sure, should he get through? Definitely, it's not. It's not a matchup that uh, Alex would want going forward. Uh, game L, we've got the. Swift to well, one of the sort of top teams in the league table versus one of the lower top 32 teams. Cleavers and Brownies is a halfling team. The only halfling team to make The only halfling team has got the Swifts. That's a bit of a shame really because actually it's nice to have some stunts. There's two stunts teams right in the whole. Uh, no, three stunts teams. I think there might be three. Yeah, I think there's a goblin. There's, there's ogres, uh, ogres, halflings and there's maybe one goblin team. There? And there might be two ogres. I can't remember. I think there's three standard teams overall, but the halflings are certainly anyway. the only halflings. Sam has excellent form at winning all of his or most of his league matches and then going out in the knockout straight away. Can he break that trend with the, the flings? I think no. He's going to fuck it up again. <laughs> so you're backing the flings? I'm backing the flings. <laughs> strong, strong, strong from the game. Game M. We've got this, uh, Holy Spirit, which is a necro, no, not a necro, Camry team versus Lewis. the reigning champion. So that's the South final, my yeah, you can't uh, destroy his team. No, resurrection match, but he's going to go into a match against the reigning champions, which is going to be a dwarf team full of mighty blown guards. So who knows? Well, Lewis has already destroyed Snatcho in the last game himself. He did, but, so. but Paul, he's played the Warhammer as well. This is fifth season. It is, but it, it, if, I think Paul being completely honest with himself wouldn't want to have drawn Lewis with the Camry in that. He was, he was saying to me, I'm going to be a weapon in the, in the last, in, in that round, and actually being the low 32, people weren't going to play me. But actually, I think that Lewis yeah. is not someone I mean, I'm glad I didn't get him, to be honest. Yeah. Next match, Punks, which is Ewan's uh, alt team versus the Ogatonians, the old Ogatonians, which is another Spunty team. 
the most successful over team in the DBL period. Next game, Pox Botanica, which is Ollie's uh, escape team, up against the Super Murdery Animals, which is a chaos team. They're both sort of. Uh, well, I think actually it's opposite ends of the 732, so Ollie narrowly missed out on a top 16 spot. Oh, right, okay. Uh, no, I know, I, I correct myself. He just about got a top 16 spot, and the Super Murdery Animals were lucky to get a top 32 spot. But they have a nice minor tour. And Jack is very much a war gamer. He knows how to play so war games. I've never, never met him actually. I played him in the round of play two last year. He, he understands war games. Okay. He's just not very um, practicing blood bowl. And I think he's getting his feet there. So that, that, we'll see how that comes out. Final matchup we've got another favourite, which is Rory, playing the Chaos Dwarf team, Locomotive Uzalak, against. Jerome, Nuns on the Run. And this is a rematch of the DBL 17 final. Both of them were in the final with very different teams. But it'll be interesting to see what happens in that match. Who the fuck knows? So that's, that's what Rory and I have been discussing already. Rory and I can only play in the final if we get through to the end. That's the way the match has fallen, and it's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I would still back Rory to get through to the finals game. Yeah, it's interesting the way things have landed. I think the, a lot of the start of the season and throughout, really, people had predicted that Alex, uh, Dan, uh, and Gav could do really well, and probably Rory as well. And they're at opposite ends of the table. They're all the opposite ones. Me and you are with Dan, so there's a bit of ambiguity there. I think that's the most open corner of the knockouts. But I'll probably fluff it, and then uh, you'll get to play whoever I'm doing playing. What's your backing for the last round of four? Is it the knockouts? The finals day. The finals day. Who do you think you're going to get that now? Based on that. I think it's going to be. I think uh, because you've got that awesome Yeti. I think you'll beat me, and I think you'll beat Dan with the lizards. So you'll uh, it'll be you, Rory, Alex, and Jack. And that makes entire sense. But it's football. But it's football. And uh, you know, if I if I take long enough on my turns, maybe it will frustrate you enough. <laughs> no, it's going to be a tough match to beat uh, Tom with his dark We'll have an interesting day. I'll have to I'll have to set aside the whole evening in order to get the timing. Maybe maybe better breakfast, something like that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I think that's a good game. I'm looking forward to it. We've not played competitively. Yeah, we had a bit of a muck around game, and I, I wasn't paying attention. And you smashed me. That's my excuse anyway. But uh, yeah, we haven't had a competitive game, so yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, that's interesting. So your looks on the final, as in the DBL drive like two point nine, DBL has been fun, hasn't it? DBL Absolutely, yeah. The, the death ball drive has been we the We smashed it out, so we had the, uh, we had the draft done in about probably about half an hour, less than, and then uh, everybody cracked on. So it was six games of death ball. So that's twenty four death ballers. And it's it's so much fun. And we decided that we'd have a, a couple of awards for of the winners of uh, each of the six tables. Who got the most touchdowns? Uh, that went to Fraser, who got like, seven, I think. Well done, Fraser. Yeah, really good. Head and shoulders above everybody else. Awesome. 
I mean, seven touchdowns on the left game is, is phenomenal. Who's playing uh, Skaven? I think, I think the game went its way, but still, admirable feat. And then we had a separate award for who can kill the most people through any means. And uh, yeah, it's again another head and shoulders above the rest. I mean, it was you, sir. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Slightly embarrassing, because I, I, I do need to send a photo to Rory, so we'll have to stage a photo where you present me the. the, the, the Play our game, I'll get the painting out. Yeah. Passover. Uh, Slightly embarrassing because I didn't. I, I honestly want to get the painting out of the community. So me winning is great. Like it's a lovely painting, and I will put it up on my wall. But I wanted to give it to somebody today. I mean, it's nice that you get to keep one, right? Yeah. Exactly. And you've given a lot to the community. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I think there we are. We've 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 done quite a long podcast now. We've done a bit of a chat about the draft. Yeah, it's gone full circle after the. Um, we did the podcast with uh, just after the original draft. We did a few uh, predictions, and a lot of those are wildly inaccurate. Some of them aren't very accurate, but yeah, it's football. A lot of things happen. Exactly. And ladies and gentlemen, we will come back to during. The qualifiers, when people are playing, maybe a bit of an insight how the EBL's going, got some feelings of how that's going, and how people are feeling, and how that is. EBL is a very unique yeah, and how it works. It's very exciting! Yeah, with its peaks and drops, and its drama, and shock! Shocks, the upsets, gradual move towards the finals day, which is quite quite unique amongst other leagues where. You just finish the league and it's done. We have a massive finals thing in January where we all crowd into a pub somewhere. People are like flying flags and uh, there's video commentary and um, basically it's, it's a big deal. A lot of people turn up to watch what is essentially like two, uh, two, uh, three the parties. And that will be either live on our YouTube channel or to it. There'll be a way for you to easily It's streamed every year, so somewhere. Absolutely. Well, thank you, James, for coming on. No worries. And Shane. It's been real. We are shaking hands live on air. Vigorously. I hope that James will listen to this because no one else will be jumping to this. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon about the World Cup. Thank you, James. Goodbye.